So, guys, I, I have a Ferrari, okay? And if I told you I was going to sell you my Ferrari right now, everyone listening, for $5,000, and you had 24 hours to come up with the money, I can guarantee you every single person here would find a way to get the 5000 bucks. Some of you would work for it, sell for it. Some of you would borrow it for money, et cetera. You would find a way to do it. Why? Because you know you can turn around and flip that Ferrari for a lot more than the 5000 bucks. What the f*** do you think you can do with skills and learning? Like that's the same game. If you learn the shit in the fucking gene pool and apply it, you're giving yourself an infinite amount of money that you can make. you got to change your fucking mindset, right? Like the best investment, you want the safe investment that guarantees a return? Invest into yourself. Welcome to the Can I Pick Your Brain podcast, where successful entrepreneurs get their brains picked so you can apply mindset tricks and game-changing tactics that will help you become unstoppable. Now, here's your host. Daniel Geffen. Hey fellow brain pickers and welcome to episode 151 of Can I Pick Your Brain? This was one of my favorite episodes hands down. Billie Jean is one of the most viewed entrepreneurs on the planet. His ads have been viewed over half a billion times. In fact, in January, his ads were seen by over 100 million people. That's more viewers than Shark Tank gets. And here's what we dived into. We talked about why you should never outsource your weaknesses, why you don't need money to scale your business, how to attract top talent that can't be bought, how to attract raving fans by taking a strong stand, how to create content that grabs people's attention, and how to attract clients by being obsessed with human nature, and much, much more. Seriously, this was so entertaining and yet highly, highly practical. So I'm so excited for you. Get ready to get your mind blown. Here we go. You've probably seen his face all over the place like a rash, making tons of cash, grabbing attention with his masterful intervention. No, he's not my lover, he's the other guy, taking his brand to the sky, stealing all the marketing pie. He's so chilled, he kinda looks high, using creative words and wit. He won't bore you one bit, he could barely sit, and his content will give you a dopamine hit. So without further ado, I welcome to you the man showing up all over your screen. He's the one, the only, Billy Jean! <laughs> Billy! <laughs> Welcome to the show. My guy out here. Okay. That was that was the that uh, was the most unique introduction I've ever received on a podcast. <laughs> so that, that trophy goes to you, player. So it was worth putting myself out there and totally risking embarrassing myself. Dude, hundred percent, man. Like I, I I I live on that. Like, are you kidding me? That's I, putting yourself out there is the only way. You know, it's so funny because what what really inspires me about you, Billy, is that I see you putting stuff out there. I'm going to be really brutally honest because I know you can take it. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, I stumbled upon a video of yours. I, I literally, I watch, there's, there's a few people that I literally religiously watch when I'm eating either my breakfast or my lunch. Um, and one of them is Patrick Bet David, who I, I'm, I'm, I don't know if you've heard of him, um, yeah. Valuetainment. And then you're, you're one of the others, Russell Brunson's another one, um, Tom Bilyeu. And I love pretty much all of the videos you put out there, but there was one video I'm like, oh man, that, that bombed. That wasn't so good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That wasn't so good. But well, I was I, like- I, I hate to break it to you, but we have a lot more than one that bombed. <laughs> there's, right, probably, and uh, there's probably hundreds. I want to get into that because the thing is, is I think it's really important for people to know this because 
you know, people watch videos, whether it's Gary Vaynerchuk or whether it's yourself or whoever it is, and they're all so perfectly Wait, first polished. Of all, what the fuck video was it? You can't just say some shit bombed and not tell me what oh. it was. What was it? <laughs> okay. Oh, man. I'm sorry. Okay. Do you know the one where you were sitting having a haircut and you're talking about the porn and the queen? Oh, the pawn and the queen. The pawn yeah, and know, the queen. That's that's it, funny you it, say that. Like, yeah, that that was well. It legion wise, it didn't do that great. Okay, but yeah, that's that's funny you say that because you said where where are you located? I'm in Israel. I don't I play- know if it's like a global thing, but like everybody like that wasn't in the U.S. took that shit way too seriously. <laughs> like, and, like it was crazy. Like motherfuckers were really going into the rules of chess. And right, miss the right. whole fucking message. I'll yeah. give I'll give you the first lesson for like everybody listening. Okay. Like, like, look, it, you put two you put two people in a room, mm-hmm. and they can have the same th- thing happen and experience it completely differently. So right. in that video that you're talking about, the whole point was simple: the more skills that you have, the more money that you make. Mm-hmm. Right. Like if you can use a hammer and you can use a chainsaw and you can use an axe and you can use a knife and you can you'll make more money because you can build more shit. You're just right. more diverse. That's the difference between the queen and the pawn. Pawn mm-hmm. can move forward. It can move uh, two steps in the very beginning of the game. It can right. kill diagonally. <laughs> right. It can do these things. But right. for the sake of an Instagram video, which is 60 fucking seconds, <laughs> I had to shorten it. And so people are like, well, technically a pawn can get to the other side of the board and then later. Like, shut the right. fuck up. Like, obviously, I know that but like that's the difference is like motherfuckers want to focus on the rules of chess versus take away the lessons mm-hmm. it's the same shit like i uh i paid for this is actually a brilliant example of this okay so i paid for a mastermind to go to frank kern's house right this is a yeah. while back this is yeah, a couple years ago. and i paid like 18 racks to go and there were six of us there wow and we had okay. his house for the day or whatever okay and most 99 percent of the people when i told them i paid 18 grand to go somewhere they say well, what the hell do you get for 18 grand? Mm-hmm. And I said, that's the difference. The six people in that room would never ask that question because we take what the fuck we need. In other words, we're not waiting for him to give us anything. We go into the room with so many questions, preparations, the network in the room, and we make sure that we take and we extract $18,000 worth of value. One person's waiting on their fucking heels and one is making shit happen. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm talking about with the two people, same thing, different experience. So, yes, that ad, like, too many fucking trolls were caught up on the <laughs> bullshit. But nonetheless, <laughs> like, yeah, the yeah, point remains yeah. the same. I wanted to just make that point because I, I, I still feel like at the end of the day, the point is people are afraid to put out content because they're afraid of getting comments like that. They're afraid that people are going right. to come out and go, oh, what were you talking about? You know what you're saying, right? So I love your attitude. I love the fact that you're just like, hey, listen, some will some will drop and some won't. Like before we, we recorded this uh, episode together just now, um, yeah. you know, and I've done this is episode 151. OK, and I and I've interviewed some 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 big some big names. But the thing is, is that every single time I have the butterflies in my stomach, I need to go use the bathroom, like all that. OK, but the one thing that really helps me before I before I hit record is I say to myself, I say, Daniel, you know what? This might be the worst ever interview you do. And it may just <laughs> literally, it's gonna, it, it may completely bomb. You're just gonna ask the wrong questions. There's gonna be awkward silence. The guy's gonna hate your guts, okay? But guess what? You're just gonna move on next. Like, no one's gonna really care. No one's gonna remember it. In fact, you don't even have to publish it. You've got control over that. If I don't like it, I don't, I, I don't even have to publish it. But even if I do publish it and nobody listens to it, 
All right, so what next? But here's the flip side. The flip side is this might be the best darn interview I ever do. And this can get me to like, you know, the top 10 on, on iTunes because of the crazy amount of downloads because Billy Jean goes and shares it all over his social media, right? Maybe, right? Maybe, right? So you take that chance. Like that's, that's the key. And I think that the, the, one of the biggest things I want to get out of this is that people see you all over the place and they go, oh, wow, look at this guy. You know, for example, one of the, the big hits that you had was that ad that you did, the Wolf um, the wolf of uh, paid marketing, right? Yeah, paid, was it paid, advertising, paid yeah. advertising, right? That was epic. Like that was insane. That got like two million, almost two million views, right? On that, Thanks. on that one YouTube video. Yeah, right? it's been probably more than that, but yeah, same point. Yeah, I'm saying one, one. The video that I saw was it was 1.9 million, but but you probably got it all over other social networks on YouTube. Right, had, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. What was like the total reach that I had? Oh man, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't count. Right, it was whatever. a lot, in, right? In the like millions, that, like that's like it's a lot of people when they you know create their content, they look at that metric, right? The views. Mm -hmm. Like I look at the money, you know, right. <laughs> like the, right. those views. I can have all the views in the world. That shit don't pay my bills. That's why you got <laughs> so many people on Instagram right now that are you know so excited about their following count, but like they really they just got their car towed. You know what I'm saying? Like people are focused <laughs> on the wrong thing. I have no idea how many views. Like I know as an aggregate level, like how many I know our ads have been seen, you know, like a half a billion times now. Wow. Um, I know that number, but like I don't like individuals. I have, I have not the slightest clue unless I need to know it for something. The reason why I bring it up, and I, and I actually want to get into what you just said, because that's really important. It's it's like the whole idea of, um, you know, uh, turnover is, is vanity and profit is sanity. It's the same thing in marketing. You know, numbers like, you know, uh, views and, 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 you know, reach is vanity, but it's it's the money that goes into your pocket. That's the sanity, right? That's what matters at the end of the day. Um, right. So I want to get to that. But, but first, I wanted to ask you about that video that you created. Um, you know, how much money and how much time did you put into that? That one was like 10 grand in four days. We move fast, man. Like I'm That's like from, idea, from the second I get the idea, I'll, I'll usually write it right away. And mm -hmm. I bring my video team in and say, how do we want to bring this to life? And then uh, we just fucking go. So that was like one of our more highly produced videos, you know what I'm saying? Where I had to like remember lines and all that stuff. Uh -huh. But I'm talking from idea to it to making it happen four days. That's you know, something, something like that. Wow. Yeah. You have production and most of my companies. Ads, most of my ads that you see, like 24 yeah. hours, 48 hours max. Because really? speed is the game. That's what people don't realize. The reason why you invest and you have video people in-house is because most, like I said in the beginning, I said so many of my ads have failed. Like that chest one you brought up, dude, I have a fucking whole bunch of bombs. But the key is, is most people take three weeks to put out a piece of content. Mm -hmm. And then they take another like two weeks to test it. And then they take another three weeks to like change it to the next thing. And think about how many billing cycles you hit through that. You lose, you're losing a ton of money. So the game is you have to be able to make, you know, experiment quickly. And, mm -hmm. and like I realize that and some other influencers do too. And you know because of the amount of content that we put out. How many would you say, do you like have a ratio of how many bombs versus how many hits? No, because I don't care. Because when it hits, it, it works. And that's all I'm focused on. You know what I'm saying? Like I have... I have right. no idea how many L's I've taken because I'm focused on my W's. So I'm, I'm not really tripping about like L, you know what I mean? I love that. How did you get started? First of all, your name. Let's start with your name for a second. Billy Jean. That's not your real name, right? No, it is my real name. It my is? My name is Billy Jean Shaw. I mean, oh. Jean is my middle name. So, yeah, no, people get that twisted. I'm the, and I'm the third. So it was my grandfather's real name, too, which was before the song. So, 
Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah uh. it was before that. <laughs> wow. How did you get started in, in marketing? Were you always, did you always think you were going to be a marketer when you were younger? No, I, I, I think I, I don't know, like everybody else, I thought I was going to be like Will Smith or something. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then after that, I, you know, I wanted to do like some business stuff. But I, uh-huh. I did when the Budweiser Frogs, when the Budweiser Frogs oh, first came out, that. Frogs went Bud, why? Yeah. I said, yeah. wow, that would be really cool to be the person who makes those commercials. I had no idea what that meant, what it, you know, what it would implicate, right. but that was the first seed. And then, um, I, I never wanted to like go into marketing, but I realized that marketing allowed me to use all my skill sets that I love and put them together. Like mm-hmm. I love storytelling, storytelling. I love making videos. I love selling, selling. Mm-hmm. I love persuasive writing. I love psychology, human behavior. And so it allowed me to put all these things together, you know? And then I, and I didn't even, I wasn't one of those people who was like, I'm just going to do this to help people. I didn't give a fuck about that. I was trying to pay my bills. Mm-hmm. And as a result of mastering these things, I then helped people like on the agency side and I'd have clients in tears telling me how it you know, impacted them. And then I had a shift of, wow, well, yo, this wow. is bigger than Billie Jean. And then, you know, I, I, you, you're, as you make enough money and you're not worried about paying your bills anymore, you know, the only thing that really becomes fulfilling is, is helping other people. But that was some learned shit. In the beginning, I was just trying to pay my bills. I wasn't thinking about any of that stuff. Yeah. Going back to the $18,000 that you spent, right? A lot of people yeah. listening to this will say, yeah, well, hello, he's Billy Jean. He has tons of money. Like, it's easy for him to go and drop 18 grand to go to, like, some big guy's house and learn some things. But, you know, when you're trying to pay the bills, you can't really do that, right? How do you scale yep. if you don't have money? You've got a nice big team, nice office, right? That's, mm-hmm. what, I, that's what people say. They say, oh, yeah, well, he, well, it's easy the for game, him. The game is, this is, and again, this is why it's a mental war. Because, like, you guys have to understand, having a lack of resources is some bitch shit. Like when you're crying, like, Oh, I don't have this and that and this because you, because what happened, you're focused on the wrong thing. So for example, I have money. Other people have money. You don't have money. So if you need money to grow your business, you're not missing money. You're missing the ability to sell somebody with money to give you fucking money. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what you're missing. See the difference though? One of those is I don't have any money. There's nothing I can do. I have no control. I'm a victim. I'm a cry like a little bitch. The other one is, (laughs) oh wow, I just need to actually practice my sales ability, practice my pitch ability, and I can get money extremely fast. Mm -hmm. That's what, that's like why, if I lost all this shit, dude, I don't care. My brain is so on point right now. I fucking study religiously. I am a fucking, I'm the biggest student you've ever met in your life and I implement faster than anybody you've ever met in your life. That was another so thing I was going to ask like, you. If I lost everything, it don't really matter. I'm going to get it back. So I was going to ask you that. Did, that did, did your creativity come naturally to you? Like all the skills that you've learned, was that natural or you learned? And I'm, uh, uh, so what you just said. I, dude, my creativity what? came out of laziness. When I, when I was in college, um, you know, teachers were like, you have to do a PowerPoint presentation. I'm like, who the, a PowerPoint, but that sounds so boring. <laughs> who wants to watch a, or do a presenter? So I would go to the teacher and pull them inside and say, hey, can I do video? And I've always been into like electronics, computers, gaming, like, you know, so like in Mm -hmm. videos and shit, like I've always been into that world. So I just asked a teacher if I could do a video because I didn't want to do a presentation. So then I started doing these videos. And then when I did the videos, I started to like have fun with it. So I, you know, make jokes and stuff. And then when I did my presentations, people always love my presentations the best because they weren't fucking boring like everybody else's. So that was in college. So that's when I really learned the power of that. And then also when I was in college, I had an intern at the radio station. 
um, you know, Jamazine 90 out here in San Diego. So I used to write for the radio. I started off just intern in the morning show, and I would they call me Ricky, and I would just like, you know, do whatever the fuck they needed me to do. But then one time they're like, hey, you go to that good school, right? Can you write? And I was like, yeah, I can write. And so I realized that the radio is like the fucking fakest industry ever. If you guys right. have ever listened to the radio and you've heard any of their bits like War of the Roses, where they'll <laughs> randomly like call a stranger and then say, hey, who do you want to send these flowers to to see if they send it to their girlfriend or their spouse or their boyfriend or whatever <laughs> it is. Like all those bits and shit that you guys hear, they're made up. Actors, I'm fucking this up for everybody. I apologize oh, if you're no. like religiously listening to the radio. I was like when someone told me that WWF, World Wrestling, was, was fake. And I was like, what? It's like that. It's like that. So they have they have actors and actresses calling in the morning. They give them a synopsis and then they play out the role. And that's the that's the whole thing. Right. That's how they do these bits. But anyways, I used to write them. So I was writing radio bits, you know, for the biggest hip hop station in Dago, uh, you know, when I was 19 to 20. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I didn't know what that was going to lead to later and like, you know, and all these skills. But it, it all ended right. up coming together. So you say you're like a learning machine. No one's learning more than you. What? What? Give me an example of, of what are you learning? Do you consume books? Is it audio? Do you just watch yeah, tons so of video? Yeah. So I'm. I'm very. So like also too, I was like a you know B minus C student. You know, uh-huh. I, I never really like. I didn't like school. I was always playing sports or like you know partying or whatever. And mm-hmm. so for me, I didn't love reading. The, the actually idea even now just sound, like I, you'll never catch me just pick up a book to like. Well, I'm just gonna read to tell people I read later, and that makes me sound. <laughs> I'm I'm very problem solution uh, oriented. So in other words, if I'm looking to hire more people and and I'm struggling with that, I pick up a fucking book for hiring. You know, if I'm looking to build a massive empire, then like I'll look that like whatever the problem. If I need more customers at that, if I need uh, better retention, uh, you know, it's that. If it's you know what I'm saying like whatever yeah. the problem is, I read according to that. And right. that right there is what makes me obsessed with it because when I learn something, I get to like implement it right away and I get to see the benefit and that's where the obsession comes from. The obsession is the result, knowing that like, holy shit, somebody's already been here before. I don't got to fucking waste time, you know, doing it. It's crazy, mm-hmm. you know? So like, for example, like this is how quick I was at, uh, or was I trafficking conversion somewhere? We had a party the day before and I met Ryan Levesque and Ryan Levesque's another dope guy in this space. We never yeah. connected, but we knew who each other were. So we saw each other. I was like, yo man, I respect what you do. I've seen yourself for a long time. You should come in and teach my audience. So he comes in and teaches my audience about like quiz funnels and some other things. And the first thing I'm like, like as I'm asking questions, I'm asking questions cause I want to learn. So I ask him like, dude, can you make a quiz funnel for us? And now we're working on that. And he comes out in two weeks and now we're, mm, we're, we're building out a funnel, Love you know? It. And so I just immediately, it's just, I, I understand that every entrepreneur has their own superpower and my job when I meet anybody is to identify what their superpower is, explain to them mine and me help them and them help me. So. So what I noticed about you, though, um, Billy, is that you really push the envelope, right? You, there's like no holds bar, right? And what's interesting is, is actually when I wrote the, the rap for you before the, before the interview, um, I had a friend of mine in the office just, just hear it out. I'm like, hey, how does it sound? He's like, oh, dude, you cannot do that. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, you just said he was like a rash. I'm like, so? He's like, no, 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 that's bad. You don't want to say he's like a rash. I'm like, but that's what it's like. He's like all over the place, like a rash. Like, you know, and he's like, no, you can't do that. You can't put that in there. And there was just like this part of me inside that just said, no, I'm, I'm just going to go with it. And he's like, well, he's going to be offended. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to take that chance. Right. So yeah. how far do you do you push the envelope? Because you use a lot of humor. You kind of you yeah. say whatever comes well, to your mind. Is, I like I don't care. Like you like saying like rat. Like I just and watch this. This is with you know, nothing but respect. 
Yeah. But like, if you think I'm a rationale, I just don't give a fuck. <laughs> so like, when you say something, it's like, okay, like I, I'm happy, yo. Like I have a great life and like, uh, like I'm I'm good. So I just like anytime anyone's taking an attack, me, I learned this a long time ago. Like I just genuinely don't take it personally mm-hmm. most of the time, unless it's someone I actually know. Like it's very hard for me to like get offended by a stranger because it's anything you say is a reflection of you, not me. Right. So for me to get offended by that is is really immature. Sure. Right. Now, when somebody I know says something, that might be a little, you know, different because like, yo, we know each other and you're taking a shot. That's, you know, but I don't know. someone's like, I don't say. And also, too, I'm aware. Yo, you're, you're entertaining. Right. That's your thing is you just coming up with some shit to entertain people like. <laughs> I, I, I mentioned like, in a good okay, way. Like, like, dude, it was, it was like a, it's a happy rash, not a bad rash, you know, but. Yeah. And I'm just like, yo, you just you're doing your thing. So no, man, I was like, cool. He's guys rap or whatever. Like, yo, do you, you know, <laughs> so, but support. Right. But your attitude in general is to just go with whatever comes out like whatever whatever you think is going to work it works and if it bombs it bombs and if people get offended you just kind of next you just move on no nah, right? really like my see here's the thing is like there's a difference so and i talked about this recently but i i don't try and offend people that's the difference is right like i if right. you look at my content like it's so funny people think i push the envelope because entrepreneurship marketplace is so soft because everybody yeah. thinks you're supposed to be like corporate and like not save things that are like a ruffle feathers but like this is like versus like this versus like the entertainment industry. Like I'm nothing. I'm not offensive at all. Like offensive is like saying mean things about somebody mm-hmm. to get a rise out of other people. I don't participate right. in that because I don't believe in that's not how I am as a person. But like, watch this. If I come on here and I say God's not real, <laughs> right? Some people yeah. listening right now, are like, oh my God, is he really going there? Like, look. But here, you think about that. That's not me being offensive. That's me stating my beliefs and taking a stand. So what you have from me is I just will say what I believe. And if people don't like that, I accept the fact that they don't like it and they don't have to fuck with me. So that's the thing is I'm just not afraid to take a stand and most people are. But I'm not like, you know, like pushing an envelope. I just do shit that other motherfuckers wouldn't. You know right. what I mean? Like, that's it. Like, you know, like when I did that Wolf of Paid Advertising, some people are like, well, how? Oh, my God. Like, he ripped off so many people. How could you do a skit based off of that? Yeah. I'm like, I acknowledge that. What he did was completely fucked up. At the same <laughs> time, only a fool can't learn from somebody because of X, Y, and Z. I learned from everybody, whether it was mm-hmm. good, bad, you know, ugly, et cetera. Um, so, you know, I, I just... I just don't. I just think people are fucking soft, man. And, like, it doesn't help them, you know? Like, right. people need to stop crying like a little bitch. <laughs> how do you um how do you create so much content because literally you're everywhere all the time and at the same time you've got clients and you've got a whole team like how do you create because you know the average person i have a team of this, five five okay. people in the house that do nothing but create content um okay. i have a marketing team for my brand that consists of four people and they're all highly skilled um so that's nine people that okay. are full-time their entire career is to support our content and get our message out so we can serve more people and help more people so you know when you have nine people that are all doing that plus you know four other people that i'll pull in for other projects and stuff that's mm-hmm. how you put out so much content and then okay. also too people forget like i'm an advertiser so it's not that i just put out content but i pay to promote all that content so that's why people actually see all my stuff is because i outspend every like in january i spent 500k on the billy Jean's marketing brand Right. Wow. There's not many entrepreneurs in the world who did that for their brand. And therefore, right. I'm one of the most recognized entrepreneurs in the world. That's facts. Like people don't realize that my ads were seen 100 million times in January. Jeez. Right. Like that's like, a Shark so, Tank episode is seen four or five million by four or five million viewers. 
Really? That's insanity. Like, that's, and, and it's targeted too. Remember this. I target right. people. So it's all an entrepreneur community. So people are seeing me and they're like, you know, that's, that's not a mistake. I, I would tar- argue in January 2019, I don't know another entrepreneur that was probably seen as many times as me. So, you know, so watch this. Like even this comment, Daniel, I'm stating facts, but somebody's yeah. offended. Right. Like, oh my God, look how arrogant. Arrogant? What are you talking about? I literally just gave you numbers and it made you feel the type of way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's you yeah. caught up in your own shit. I'm not bragging. I'm telling you what it is and trying to teach right. you something. No, I hear that. So, two things. Number one, is there's so many Facebook marketers out there. Like, what are you doing differently? How are you, you know, leveraging or, or I don't know, how are you getting so, how, how are you getting so much um, bang for your buck uh, compared to the average Facebook marketer? Why well, I'm, I'm a master at sales scripts, right? Like for the last seven, eight years, I've been writing video sales letters, you know, and practicing re- religiously. And so my shit converts better than people because there's so much psychology behind it. Mm-hmm. Like people see like the videos and all that jazz. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's just to get your attention. So but, it's all you know, human psychology. Saying, yeah. And then also too, like, I really like, I, I speak conversationally. Right. Mm-hmm. So, for example, yeah. if I if most people, when they run ads and they're like a marketer, they're like, hey, if you need more customers, click here. Uh-huh. And then I would say something like that, like, yo, are you still advertising like you're in fucking 2014? If you do, you're <laughs> fucked. You're, you're completely fucked. And here's why. Think about Blockbuster. You better than Blockbuster. You're not. Right. You're going to go out of business. Think about this. If you don't learn mm-hmm. this shit, you're fucked. Okay. And let me show you to do it. You know what I mean? I just talk to yeah. people real, you know, and watch this. Remember, a lot of people don't like that at all they're like this guy mm-hmm. can't stand him he's not for me but other people are like finally somebody who's honest and right. that's why i get cr- like rave like crazy raving fans because they feel like hey finally somebody who's keeping it real that's like the best compliment that i receive and that i've been given is billy you're exactly the same person you are on camera as in person and i'm that's like yeah really i'm hard. just me that's all i know i don't have a gear i'm the same dude that's really hard to do because I, I know that with me, for example, um, when I'm in front of a mic and there's no video on, I'm, I'm cool. I'm, I, I flow with it because I'm used to it. But the minute that there's a video pointing at me, I just, I don't know, I go into some weird mode. It's like, who was that? That wasn't me. <laughs> well, what the hell was that? So how, yeah. do you, how do you break that? It's annoying. What, what pra- do you do? Practice. Practice, you know. Practice. Improv, I did plays when I was little and shit, you know, those mm-hmm. things like, again, these are things I would have never thought would have helped, but I realized those are little advantages that I've gained later. But like, you know, everybody listening, go to an improv class, which is basically you go into a room full of like six people and you role play. You know, it's like, hey, you're the bartender and you just got a divorce. Walk in and start having a conversation. Go. That right. would be an example of improv. And so what happens is you practice. So there's a lot of uh, narrative around of uh, everybody says, you've heard this quote a million times, you know. Hire and delegate out your weaknesses. People say this shit all the time. Delegate yeah. out your weaknesses. Delegate out your weaknesses. Yeah. And they're like, just focus on your strengths. When they forget this big part. Most people don't have strengths. <laughs> like you have to earn a strength by working on something that you're not good at. Like you, right. you realize the stupid fucking logic in that? Like it's it's so people like I'm just like you know you're not born with a strength. People think sales, you're natural. That's bullshit. That's practice. You talk to the best salespeople in the world, they are practiced. They are seasoned. They are trained. They are <laughs> masters. This is not a fucking you are born with type of shit. You have to practice. Like manager, oh, you're a natural born leader. Shut the fuck up. You obviously know nothing about leadership. Leadership is the most practiced skill. It's so hard. You know, there's so many ways to be bad at it, and there's only <laughs> a handful to be great. Like it's... Dude, it's it's a it's it's crazy like the bad advice that's out there, yo. Like I, right. I just it's nuts. 
So you talked about having nine people who are full-time doing content for you. So you know, someone listening to this, I'm imagining they're going to say, okay, that's that's wonderful for you. So how am I supposed to get that much content? How can I how I can started I with one. You're not. You're not. Don't try and look at Billie Jean's content strategy and implement it. I'll fuck you up. Because <laughs> unless you have, unless you're willing to spend 500K, unless you're willing to pay high salaries to right. uh, a lot of people mm -hmm. um, to do it, you're not. And watch this. Neither did I when I started. When I came into the game, I had I started the shit at my parents' house with no, mm. budget, no budget, no money, none of that stuff. I started my first videos were on a cell phone and a $7 tripod that I ordered on Amazon with $30 box lights and a $15 green screen that I had to save for or borrow money for. You know what wow. I'm saying? Like, you don't. Impatient as fuck. Entrepreneurs just kill me. The impatience <laughs> is real. Doctors right. come into the game knowing they're going to study for 13 years. Right. And they're going to go in $300,000 debt. Fucking online entrepreneurs want to take one course for 400 bucks. <laughs> Motherfuckers think they're going to be rich. I'm like, man, I have no nonsense for that bullshit. I don't play games with that. That's hilarious. Oh, my goodness. What makes a great ad, though? Like, what do you have it down to a science? Like, what makes something go viral? What, like, you put out a, 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 an ad and it just totally bombs. I tell you, it's, it's, it's so simple. It's, it's simple. It's not easy, but it's simple. Okay. Right? So it's a message that fucking resonates with somebody. Right. And then also too, the, the thing that makes something get shared is people say pe when people feel like you're saying something that they've been wanting to say, but didn't have the balls to say. Mm, so yeah. for example, if I run an ad right now that says like, God's not real. Can everybody stop talking about this? Here's the proof, da, da, da. And I run that advertisement to people who have showed some sort of affinity to atheists or being an atheist. Right. And I show mm. them that ad. And they go, oh, my gosh, finally someone's speaking up about it because nobody right. would want to say something like that in public. Like when if you, and you look at like a lot of careers. So take like Lady Gaga. When yeah. Lady Gaga first came on the scene, she made an incredible, uh, amazing stand for the gay community. She embodied it. She embraced it. She celebrated it. She spoke out on the behalf. And so if you look at her fan base, there's a large population of it that's gay. And guess what? Because she gave them a fucking voice when they feel like they were silenced. That's mm -hmm. the whole game. If you look at any leader in history, they're always giving a voice to people who feel like that they are silenced, that they can't speak. And that's the thing. So even right now, if you listen to my message, I am hardcore against fucking traditional college for entrepreneurs. Period. Right. And so I give a voice to the people who are like, yo, you need to have a college degree to be successful. Fuck that. Because it's <laughs> not true. Right. It's not true. And also too, even our whole mission, we our education's 109 bucks a month. And we teach you shit that Harvard won't fucking teach you. Like, you know what I mean? Like have a mission, have a purpose. But you gotta take a stand for somebody or something. That's mm. when you really get the most engagement on your ads or something. Yeah, and you're saying to be polarized, right? You you, you know, being in the middle of yeah, po so polarizing, like when people hear that, they think you have to like say something to make people mad. It's really just speaking your truth and standing for what you believe in, though. Because mm, when, when you stand for what you believe in, people are more willing to do that. When you have to say something and feel like you're going out of integrity or character mm. and like attack somebody or something, like I don't, I don't subscribe to that. I don't want to do that, and I don't suggest you do that. Mm. But just speaking your truth, that's where you really get, you know. That's that's um, really interesting because there's a real fine line between taking a stand and then just being polarizing for the sake of being polarizing. Exactly. exactly. I love that. I love that. What about people who are like talking about how Facebook ads are getting so expensive, they're getting more expensive. Yeah, they suck. They are. They're getting more competitive. Yeah, what like do you, you do? can't you can't suck anymore. 
You can't suck. Here's the thing. Boring will put you out of business. People have to realize this. Social media is an auction site. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, like even like Google, like all of these things, they charge you based on how much competition there is. And right. know this simple fact that if you have content that gets clicked a lot, they typically make more money. So when you create content that everybody's ignoring, it's the opportunity cost of showing your ads versus the next person's ads. So if their ads are more entertaining than yours, they're gonna show their ads. So I love it. Like what's happening is like people are actually being forced to be good. You can't just come with some weak ass image and some fucking really boring text and it's, mm -hmm. you have to compete. It's just a competitive landscape. You gotta be better. You know, you have to learn how to write persuasively. You have to learn how to create video. That's why I said like that whole weakness thing is there's things that entrepreneurs now need to learn. 2019 is a different landscape. You can't okay. just, you know, and also too, it's like people always talk about, well, I'm just going to outsource it. I'm just going to outsource it. I'm just going to outsource it. And then you want to pay someone like fucking 500 or a thousand bucks a month to do majority of your revenue and grow your business. It's the stupidest fucking formula ever. Like, <laughs> like take a real estate agent. Like, dude, the difference between good real estate agents and bad ones are marketing just being able to have qualified leads, but they don't actually spend 90% of their time on marketing. Like, mm. it's like, you know, yeah. anyways. So you talk a lot about learning how to write. Where did you learn how to write? Like, and where can someone just, do they pick up books? I'll do you give recommend? you guys one. This is, this is no affiliate or nothing. Copyhackers.com. Joanne Weeby. I think I might've fucked up your name, Joanne. <laughs> Joanne Weeby. She's a beast. She's been doing this a long time. And I've been following her for a long time. An excellent really? writer and yeah. very, very understands the technique to a science. She's, she's a goat. She's a goat. Don't sleep cool. on her. I'm telling you. Copyhackers.com. <laughs> she's beast. All right. Copyhackers.com. That'll be in the show notes. Um, I love that. So basically, if you suck less, it's not going to be as expensive as everybody else, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. how it goes. That's what that. it is. Okay, so uh, so imagine someone listening to this, that they're a one-man band or one-girl band, right? And they want to they wanna get, they want to hire the next person. But the problem is, is that there's that catch-22, right? I can't afford to bring someone on because then I can't pay myself, but then I can't bring on more business because, and I can't grow because I don't have another pair of hands. What, what do you do in that situation? Because you've, you've built a, a, a yeah. great team around you. So what do you do? Sure. You, you, well, the, you have to, one, you have to tell yourself the truth about what the real problem is. Mm -hmm. And the real problem is you can't sell. And again, it goes back to that because if you don't have money to build your team, you don't need money to build your team. Listen to me. People mm -hmm. right now, if they believe in your cause, believe in what you stand for, and they believe in your future and where you're going to be, I promise you, they will still work with you even if you can't afford to pay them. Like this really? is how nonprofits, so what the fuck do you think? That, like volunteer work. What do you think? Right. Uh, people will a thousand percent do it if they have clarity. The problem is you want to sell somebody on working with you and you don't have a plan to where you're going to be in three years or what that looks like for them or you. So you don't have a compelling vision that's that's written down to show them. As a matter of fact, I just did it in my, um, you know, uh, I trained about it last Tuesday or this Tuesday uh, in my courses is I talked about how to build a team and how to create a vivid vision that's going to attract, um, you know, the ideal talent. And I got this exercise from Cameron Harold, who I pay $8,000 oh, or did pay $8,000 a month for uh, to get coaching from him. So, you know, really? it's th these things, people like it's. You, you get, and you can, and watch this, by the way, when your company really blows up and you're doing well, you mm -hmm. think that money will solve your problems, you're mistaken. Because then what happens is you get into this arena like we're currently in, where the top talent that you want to hire, money is not enough to sell them. Because these talented people can make money from a whole bunch of different companies. So why yeah, would not, they choose you instead of them? And that comes back to the fucking vision and purpose. Not only that, Billy, but 
they they could just start their own. They've they've now seen everything you do. They've learned yeah, the see, inside people out. Worry too much about that. Like it's a personality, yo. Like right. like not everybody wants to be a fucking entrepreneur. I think that's a big mistake that people think. Like hmm. not every like watch this. My team sees what I do on camera, off camera, and like my work levels and what I have to sacrifice. And you know how many of the people that work here would never want my job. Yeah. Like that's like people are tripping. Like not everybody wants to be an entrepreneur, you know. Only people that like subscribe to them and tell you really don't understand what it takes to like do the damn thing yet. Not everybody mm -hmm. has that same desire as you. Period. Right. Where do you focus most of your time now? You've got a team. You got you, you know you're pretty much delegated. You know marketing, the writing. Yeah. The where do you now spend your time? Mostly. I write. I know. I'm, I'm very hands-on with our marketing. I write. Mm -hmm. Like when you see our ads and shit, like that's almost always me. And if it's not, it's signed off from someone different on our team. Mm -hmm. um, so I spend a lot of time doing that. But my role as the CEO of the company is to help my team hit their metrics. Right. Mm -hmm. So we our, our whole company is uh, driven by metrics. Each individual has two or three metrics that they need to personally hit. Um, departments have metrics, et cetera. So my job is I spend time with them, helping them get better to hit their metrics because when they hit their metrics and drive more revenue, help more people, I make more money. So I spend a lot of time with each individual department to make sure that they have all the resources. I'm the cheerleader. I'm the support. And when they mm -hmm. hit their goals, the whole company has their goals. So you mentioned copyhackers.com for learning how to write. Um, yeah. What other, give, give us some other um, practical things people can take like they can sure. start learning try, right now. Try, try the genepool.com. Okay. <laughs> That's my shit. I mean, yeah. this is, these are the skills we teach. So, I mean, my whole entire membership site is dedicated to creating trainings that actually help people make money. Are like, you creating competition? I, I don't, the, the, like, it's, uh, people say that, like, it's like, dude, imagine <laughs> when lo being a, becoming an attorney was just popping. <laughs> and imagine the logic if someone was like, well, if you teach someone to be an attorney, like, let's go tell Harvard Law. Aren't you guys just creating more comp? Like, are you, there's so many fucking people that need a lawyer. There's right. so many people, especially now that need marketers. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, right. some motherfuckers really have the capacity to have, like, 12 clients, and they're like, well, I'm going to create more competition for myself. Mm -hmm. It just shows the maturity and, in, in like, let me help you guys. No one's going to take your money except for you. No one's going to affect your cheese, like, except for you. <laughs> no one's going to take your money. Like, shut up. Like, that's crazy. The scarcity mindset. Have you, have you worked on that or did that just, you just had that? Yeah, you learn, right? Like, I, I, the reason why you guys see me so, like, militant and, and dismissive of yeah. these different mentalities is because I've had them. And, I, and I, like, when, I'm, when I, you feel me get passionate. It's because I'm like yelling at myself, like Billy, mm -hmm. shut up. Like I just, I just been there. You know what I mean? I, this yeah. is what I love about my personal journey is like, again, remember y'all, I started just from my parents' house, same shit as like a lot of people. So mm -hmm. I went through all the same bullshit. I asked myself the same questions. Like, are you kidding me? I'm not going to pay someone to teach me. I can learn something online. Like I had that stupid, ignorant fucking mindset that <laughs> held me back. So I'm trying to help you. Like that's some ignorant shit. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Here's the thing with like, even that comment is people say, well, I'm not going to pay something that I can just learn on YouTube for free. Yeah. How can you solve a problem when you don't know what questions to ask? Mm -hmm. You don't Sounds even know the right questions to ask. So how can you search for the answer? You sound like Morpheus you, you on the Matrix. You know what I mean? Like you just haven't, you yeah. haven't been there before. So like, I don't know. There's just... This is why I'm so passionate about what we do, man. We teach people all this shit. You know what I mean? Like, they, they didn't, the reason why people are so miseducated is because college doesn't actually teach you any of this. It's the biggest fucking scam on earth. It's crazy. 
So like people listening to this, they go, oh yeah, I follow Billy, I get all this stuff, but why do I need to sign up to the gene pool? Like, what am I going to get extra that I'm not getting already? Direct step-by-step how-tos on how to fucking make money, period. Like, you know, when I tell you, hey, write persuasively, right now you're taking notes and you're like, okay, I'll write persuasively. Or you just give me money and I'll give you the exact templates of like our best performing ads. I'll Mm -hmm. sit down with you for an hour in our group sessions and I'll take you through the exact formula of here's how you do an introduction, here's how you write the body, here's how you write the clothes, right? Hey, if you need help with sales, I'll give you the exact worksheets that I use to address objections, the exact role playing exercise that we do. Like it's, my shit is for anybody who doesn't want to fucking waste time. I don't, I pay people because I don't have fucking time to waste to go search for information for fucking 10 years or whatever the fuck and i mean it's crazy mm-hmm. that's insane so it's only 109 dollars a month and they get, they it's get the best. It's, i have the most affordable most effective education for entrepreneurs on the planet it's a that's fact. insane no it's seriously just, that's really insane I, I'm, I'm definitely signing up to that that's incredible you. no really okay so genepool.com it's 109 dollars a try, month try the gene pool yeah try the gene yeah. pool we'll oh, give you a link. Try, try the genepool.com yeah okay cool um holy cow so that that's it like i'm not even going to continue like seriously guys <laughs> no no seriously because we can keep going but the fact is is that if you're listening to this if you don't go to to to, to the gene pool you don't join the gene pool and you can't afford to take out 109 dollars a month then i would go get a job like seriously well yeah and, and it's a decision right like you're not as uh man where am i going to come by 109 bucks dude watch this I'll just show you. I, I talk about this example all the time. I'll leave him with this if you don't mind, Daniel. Yeah, yeah. yeah you. And if right now, so guys, I, I have a Ferrari, okay? And if I told you I was going to sell you my Ferrari right now, everyone listening, for $5,000, and you had 24 hours to come up with the money, I can guarantee you every single person here would find a way to get the 5000 bucks. Some of you would work for it, sell for it. Some of you would borrow it for money, et cetera. You would find a way to do it. Why? Because you know you can turn around and flip that Ferrari for a lot more than the 5000 bucks. What the f*** do you think you can do with skills and learning? Like, that's the same game. If you learn the shit in the fucking gene pool and apply it, you're giving yourself an infinite amount of money that you can make. you got to change your fucking mindset. Right? Like the best investment, you want the safe investment that guarantees a return, invest into yourself. Love that. Absolutely love that. Wow. Billy, thank you so much for letting me pick your genius brain. Thank you to all my fellow brain pickers. I'm looking forward to the day when I'll be picking your brain. Thank you. You've been listening to the Can I Pick Your Brain podcast. Inspiration without perspiration is like a tiger without teeth. So, to put these ideas into action, head over to danielgeffen.com.